Hello there, and welcome to Fixing the Sequel Trilogy, the Writer's Room podcast dedicated to fixing the Star Wars sequels. I'm Bryce Quinn, and I'm joined by our lead writer, Carmelo Keating. How's our writing progress looking? Uh, looking quite good, Bryce. I've been uh, at the point now where I've started on a second treatment. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, that's it. Okay, yeah, that's, fantastic. That's Second yeah. treatment has yeah. begun. It's begun. Sandra, our progress supervisor, how's our progress looking? I mean, that progress is good. I think like any progress is like a step forward in the right direction, but I, I think this episode is going to be quite big. Oh yeah, it's going to have a massive today. effect on what exactly I'm writing. So Yeah, that's yeah. right, because this episode is our character study uh, and analysis on Palpatine, Sheev Palpatine, Darth Sheep. Sidious, the man of many names and many faces, mm. or maybe he's not many faces anymore because of hopefully our drastic changes to him because we are covering Palpatine and while a lot of people may see the title of this episode Sandra you brought this up and go why the hell are they talking about Palpatine (laughs) that was one of the biggest problems with the sequels we think there's some potential there so we're going to be diving into that this episode so the way this the way the show works is we start with everything that went wrong with Palpatine in the sequels you know bringing him back in the horrible way that they did Um, we'll go through that and dive into it and then we'll switch into talking about what we think should be done with Palpatine's character in the sequels and all our solutions and ideas we'll brainstorm them together by the end of the episode we'll have some kind of satisfying resolution that hopefully will please our listeners and convince them that palpatine should remain in the sequels now switching over to you mellow our yeah. big palpatine non-believer <laughs> yeah yeah i suppose i am um i guess i'm the anti-sheave and yeah, yeah anti-sheave. <laughs> i'm never anti-sheave such a great name how could you be anti that yeah no i think i'm a little bit more aligned with where the common listener is not not that i don't think palpatine shouldn't have some you know influence or mm. have some presence in this trilogy because i've come to believe firmly that you can't have this through-line villain from, you know, six Star Wars films and not have his presence be felt in some capacity. But yes, no, I'm a bit more cynical, a bit more skeptical as to how we're going to do this. How we're going to bring him back and make it believable and satisfying. Yeah, and yeah. we have to do this right. So are we just going to get straight into it? No, no. Uh, we're yeah. going to <laughs> quickly talk about uh, who Palpatine is yeah. um, and like our understanding of him. And it's good okay. to cover these things um, from a couple of different angles. So obviously Palpatine, big villain of the, the first six films, leader of the Empire, all that kind of stuff. And that's who he is on the page. Kind of subtextually, he's more of of the ultimate evil i um, refer to him a lot as like the voldemort of star wars or you know voldemort's the the palpatine of, of harry potter either yeah. way yeah. um the ultimate evil like the classic fantasy the sauron he's super evil and there's no good in him um and he's the ultimate force of destruction in the galaxy all that kind of stuff and that's i think how lucas wanted to write him darth vader ended up being redeemed in the story palpatine yep. dies yeah. evil yeah he was evil born evil died evil kind of thing. yeah he doesn't have a redemption arc and metatextually um uh, again you know similar to luke last week he is often referred to that way as well a creature of ultimate evil and yeah. like the embodiment of the dark side of the force yeah and that's what i understand any yeah. any input onto that one yeah actually um because i i had a lot of fun this mm-hmm. week doing research into palpatine i don't think i've studied him as much for someone who's you know it's just this this Honestly, let's be honest, is, is actually a really, really good character mm. in Star Wars. I've never broken him down to, to the, the, the... He definitely potatoes. is in the prequels, and I don't read the comics or anything, yeah. but I really enjoyed like his performance in the prequels and his character kind of journey of him. I'm going to groom Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> and it's it's twisted and creepy and gross, yeah. um, but it's done really, really well. It's like probably, I'd say, the best part of those three movies yeah. is their relationship. No, absolutely. It's um, it's funny, actually, because rewatching stuff. He's more intelligent in the prequels mm. than he is in the originals. In the originals, he loses. You know, he's in two films. He's barely an Empire. And then when he's in Return of the Jedi, he's, he's overconfident and then loses. But in the prequels, he's, you know, very slow and meticulous and patient. Very, very it patient. It takes time. It's like a build-up. It's the grand plan. Radio, Sandra, you were itching or something before. No? I was itching my beard. Though <laughs> 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 so you had any notes to add on to the Palpatine kind of general overview? I'm I think I'm very much on like a similar mindset with Bryce where he's more just like this embodiment of evil and the dark side even like in this like throne in that final like throne room scene it's not really his physical presence isn't as strong as sort of his like spiritual presence in the room he kind of he's kind of the force of the dark side throughout the fight between Luke and Vader yeah just like corrupting and inciting hate and, and anger it's like this aura of just like being around him i do have a few notes actually on my understanding of the character go for it. from my research this week and we'll just, we'll say, i'm just put these things out there and see see uh what sort of reception i made so i think first and foremost palpatine is loyal to the sith okay as sith is in like a culture and religion almost. yeah absolutely okay. above all else i think that it's 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 very much been the goal of of, of all of the creators of star wars including lucas to make palpatine seem actually 
as even though he is, you know, this incredibly selfish, power-hungry person who, you know, seek an eternal life, whatever, his ultimate goal is actually the continuation of the Sith. Right. When you look at all of his plans and all the things that he set up, uh, that's, you know, been his goal in life from, you know, trying to recruit Luke Skywalker to, you know, make sure that the, the line continues, the rule of two continues, even willing to, one of his plans, you know, whether or not you believe it, being to sacrifice himself at the hands of, you know, Luke taking his spot. He is all about the Sith and continuing that regime. And, and just by virtue of, of being that sort of person who wants to continue the regime, that says to me that it's it's an indoctrination thing. I don't know. I've struggled with, in looking at him, more my philosophical views of the world. And I think that it's, it's worth distinguishing. I've literally got this noted here. Uh, and maybe even perhaps acknowledging going for with the character. I don't know if we decide to explore him more. Something, something that I believe that is evil is not born. Funny, you should, because you were bringing up, you know, healthy and born evil. Yeah. Um, died evil. I don't think evil, even in Star Wars, is born. Okay. I think it's taught. I think evil is always created. I don't think anyone's born evil by nature, but merely born with the capacity to become evil if so swayed. So, right. And I think the same. And that's true a for, philosophy in Star Wars as well. I think that that's a philosophy in, in Star Wars. If it's, you know, Star Wars is a reflection of, of life. So. I think yeah. Star Wars is a reflection of, like, initially George Lucas's philosophy yeah. and his intentions. So yeah. if, if you think that people aren't inherently born evil and that Lucas reflects that in his writing as well, that's an interesting take. Mm. I'm still neutral on it. Continue yeah. on your thoughts. No, that was, that was, that was pretty much it. I okay. think that it's, it's, it's an interesting thing to worth, ex- worth exploring, and that'll lead me into my first bit of talking about his issues, my issues with him in the sequels. But yeah, Sandra, do you have oh. anything to add? No, not before. Like, I thought that was a really interesting point. That is a really interesting point. Um, I had not considered that. I, my head was like, yeah, he's evil. So that's interesting. And it's mm. definitely given me like, some more ideas for later on. We'll, we'll definitely circle back to that. Yeah. But for now, we're going to jump into Article 1, which is our listing out of all our grievances with Palpatine and how he was portrayed, uh, quotation marks, yeah. in the sequels. So, who wants to start? I'd love to start. Go on, I'd love okay. to start. Okay. Okay. I just went on a spiel, but I'd love to start. Okay, so let's let's talk about the fact that, okay, uh, Palpatine in the sequels. So you mean Palpatine in Rise of Skywalker? Yes. Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> he's only in one. Let's talk about the... I'll just wait, check mine off real quick. Yeah, start, let's see. Start of those issues. Um, <laughs> bring him back in nine, and even though he didn't have a presence in seven and eight, let's not explore his henchmen, really, or explain that. No, we'll, we'll step aside from those things even for a sec, because I want to talk about Fortnite. All right, go nuts. Yeah. I want to talk about the fact that... Um, <laughs> In Rise of Skywalker, I know where this is going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this broad. They say in the opening crawl that you know there's this broadcast to the galaxy mm. that Palpatine has had yeah. to announce his return. Do you know that that was featured in Fortnite? I am aware that it was featured in Fortnite. Jesus. Christ. <laughs> uh, anyway, do you actually know the quote? I've no, the quote okay. I do not. I don't know that. So uh, the quote is: "At last, the work of generations is complete. The great error is corrected. The day of victory is at hand. The day of revenge. The day of the Sith." And that's it. That broadcast goes and out. And you see Palpatine's face. No, he laughs. No, that. you don't see anything. You don't see it. No, it's literally, you just it's hear a, the, you hear it's the like, he, so he gets on, right? He gets on. He gets on, the mic. He get, he get, yeah, he gets he on gets Star on Wars stage. Galaxy Triple J. And and he like, gets a whole concert like yeah. Ariana Grande. And they're like, hey guys, yeah. we've, we've got this really special guest on today. It's uh, she Palpatine. He just wants to, you know, put some nice somehow words, some nice thoughts out there. Somehow, somehow he's returned and here's his cover of um, yeah. For anyone um, who doesn't know what Triple J is, it's an Australian radio station. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to put it in terms of anyone else. Definitely. So it sounds like a, a broadcast that, um, so it's like, you know, the day of the Sith. That, that sounds like a, a trailer audio. That doesn't sound like yeah. something that you'd hear in the world of Star Wars. It no, feels outside no. of the world of Star Wars. So silly. It ends with him on his doing his cackle as yeah. well. It's, it's the cheesiest thing. It is so cheesy. And it's so world. removed from like whatever reality that they built of the original trilogy where yeah. people don't know he's an evil motherfucker. Like no, they no, don't they know don't. that he's like this evil twisted old man. Yeah. Like, oh, the emperor, he's so like beautiful and shining. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, it's, like, it's all this propaganda stuff. No, exactly. That's how regimes work. Exactly. <laughs> you know, everyone yeah. adores the person at the top. Anyways. Or fears them. Yeah. But even if they fear them, they don't make them out to be this yeah. They don't man. assume that he's like, he's got scary wizard powers that shoots lightning. Yeah. yeah. Sandro, there's the start of it. Go, Go nuts. <laughs> Thank you. I don't want to rub you of all the good points as well. No, it's fine. But also, I got um, some other stuff you guys want to have. Get out of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it generally just sort of feels thrown in, unplanned, showing up in nine. And then we were like, oh, it was Snoke all along. And like, you can't really talk about. Palpatine and the sequels without sort of bringing in Snoke. But I think, like, Snoke sort of has, like, this mysterious and, like, threatening presence throughout just Force a Week. And it's, like, it's interesting. I'm like, oh, this is an interesting villain. Like, I wonder where this is going to go. Nowhere. 
<laughs> yep, no way. Um, clones, clones shouldn't have force powers. <laughs> yes, yeah. no, no, they should not. That doesn't. That's not how the force works. I don't works. care yeah. how much Grogu blood you're feeding that clone. <laughs> <laughs> Although that is cool, I do like that idea. It's just, it seems so unnatural that someone just—he's just Palpatine. He's just, you know, some guy. Yeah. Could manipulate the force like that. Genuinely, that's not how the force works. So, I kind of want to follow on from what you guys are talking about. We're talking about like, oh, it's you know, it's silly that he's brought in this way, and you say it's, it feels unplanned. It was unplanned. Yeah. It was an unplanned decision to to bring Palpatine in in the ninth movie and in the sequels in general they had snoke who was their palpatine that choice in itself bad choice mm. like it's it's yeah. silly just to have another sith villain with no backstory no explanation literal mystery box of a character yeah. that's ridiculous and yeah. incredibly unfortunate and you need a good villain to tell a compelling story and i think they failed on pretty much every account except for kylo ren for most of the series like kylo ren compelling character you're interested in his story Ultimately, still, I'd, I'd argue unfulfilling, unsatisfying, poorly written, but better than Snoke and Palpatine. Yep. So, uh, my first note that I'm going to bring up is Palpatine has a kid who has a kid. Uh, and that... He has a clone who has yeah, a kid. Yeah, yeah, he has a clone. He has a clone who has a kid. He has a clone that has a kid. I, yeah, no, because oh, yeah, Palpatine's son okay. isn't his son, because who the fuck would ever... So, his son is a, is a clone? Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. that and clone cl- has a child. Yeah. Who is Ray? Yes. Okay. Ray's. Yeah. I Ray's, missed that actually. Yeah. Ray's dad isn't force sensitive though. Okay. In canon, still worth yeah. distinguishing that because he's clones a clone. can't have. He can't the have force. the force. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's but he's not a Snoke. He's not a disfigured I don't, I don't a freak. He's not a disfigured. <laughs> they don't even dis- They don't even talk about why he's seven looks that foot. Way. Obviously, is he human? Is he not? <sighs> this is all very very messy, yeah. and we're nitpicking things that are clearly broken and busted and awful. But I think the choice to 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 have a clone of Sheev Palpatine, then have a child. And then they have to leave for whatever reason. Oh, we've got to like protect her and leave her alone in the desert. Yeah. All of that, all of it is ridiculous yeah. and, and horrifically written. Any of these things could have been explored over the course of three movies or over the course of one movie well and created a good, compelling character with, you know, abandonment issues, anything. But none of that happened. We were robbed of a world where it was well written. That's the, the crux of the issue, I think. Yeah. It's, it's just completely unplanned. Um, and yeah, his presence just feels weird. I remember, I remember when it was first announced that yeah. Palpatine was coming back because I think the initial response was kind of like, oh, oh, oh okay, back. before everyone got into the argument of, oh, you know, there's the whole group that believes that that undermines Vader's sacrifice, and we've, I think, we, 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 we mentioned about that last week. Yeah, that's yeah. not it's a what very it's about big to point. Work. It's a majority. I think it's worth establishing. Yeah. And I think in the way that they did it in the movies, it does. It does undo Vader's sacrifice, yeah. and it does undo everything that the, the original trilogy, the main characters, the protagonist, worked for and fought for. To me, it's, it was more so that, I think. The way yeah. that they did it, it's, it's like, you know, Vader's sacrifice to us is always just saving uh, Luke to redeem himself, not killing the Emperor. But it does undermine the rebels, the rebellion. Yeah. yeah. Luke and Leia and Lando Hunt. But that's All not even just a point on, like, Palpatine's return. That's also, like, I think, verges into the First Order being as big as it is by the start of... Yeah, you can't really talk about Palpatine without then talking about, you know, the regime it's, under It's him. the two prongs of, you know, the absolute lack of progress that the Rebels made. It yeah. is the First Order and how much power they have at the start of the sequel. Yeah. And it is Palpatine returning despite the massive efforts they went to to kill him and to redeem Vader. Yeah. And the Death Star Star Destroyers. And the Death Star Star Destroyers. And the Death Death Star Star Destroyers. We're really focusing a lot on like the ridiculousness of the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. yeah. It, is, it is to write it on a piece of paper and say, yeah, so Palpatine returns, unexplained. Snoke was Palpatine, unexplained. Why, how that worked. Yeah. Um, well, like we're still canonizing that. That's getting canonized. In our writing? Or? No, no, no. As in like, sort oh, of like yeah, current they're, day. They're oh, they're writing comics to fill in and stuff. Evolving like, yeah. It should have been in the films, is, yeah, is the yeah. point. I, I think it's interesting to say that it should be answered in the films. I think it's okay to have a bit of mystery there. I don't think every question has to be answered. This is and true. Quite frankly, I think feels like a lot of exposition that can sort of be just inferred. But like some questions can be answered. And that's not to say like we still need to answer these questions. We just don't. Not all of them need to be on screen. Not, not all, all of them, them need to be, to be told screen. to the audience. But we need to know and we need to figure out. We as, we as writers, if yeah. we're writing our own mysteries and our own yeah. like secrets of the force, yes. <laughs> but if you have a movie that is unfulfilling and feels ridiculous when you write on a piece of paper, a whole fleet of ships, each with their own Death Star laser, that is the dumbest shit to that's put like, on that's, a piece of paper. That's like there's draft a big one Sith Kyber Crystal and Exegol. That's cooler. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. That makes more sense to me than a, like a whole fleet of and ships. And they... T- they Chipped it away, and they put one in every... Again, every that, happens in a, that happens in a comic, though. 
Is that what happens? They chip the, yeah, the massive yeah, yeah. paper yeah, crystal inside of Exegol. Get to mining. It, um, it's yeah. it's a silly choice to make. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. No. So okay. So some I had some I had some thoughts actually about uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. The victory over Palpatine and what that meant and again why what this what this will affect in our trilogy and you know what that meant then that trilogy messed up. I'm not going into the fixes just yet. No. I'm just yeah. That's right. It, yeah. it you know will recontextualize a lot of what yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. In Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. Emperor Palpatine, Darth Sidious, the great strategist, the master manipulator, failed. Mm-hmm. I think it's very important that we hold true to that as a Sith Lord. And as like head of the empire, failed in, in two folds. You know, his his goal going into his confrontation with Luke was to either have you know Luke strike him down and Luke and Vader you know take the place as the ruler too. Yeah. Or that Luke kill Vader and be Palpatine's new apprentice. Yeah. Nowhere in that equation was it for Palpatine to die without the Sith continuing. Yeah. That was always the goal. So he failed in that sense. Interesting because I've always sort of had this idea of um, Sidious in my head being this. Like this being that wants to conquer death, so it, like it's strange, to sort of trying to like look at it from a perspective where he's fine with himself dying. Yeah, I think like in my mind, he's very much like sort of put himself on a pedestal of being the one true Sith. No, it's fair. Whereas I think I think of him as being the, like he he thinks himself so self important to be the one true Sith to bring the Sith back after a, a thousand generations of interesting kind of back and forth. Because yeah. I hadn't really considered the the idea that he. he gave a shit about the sith culture right so the back and forth between the idea of he's like the one true sith he's he's the best he's the pinnacle versus he cares about sith culture he doesn't necessarily have this inflated sense of his own mortality and wanting to live forever he just wants the sith to live forever and be in control i think he still does i think he's he's still selfish enough that he wants to so that's clearly your perspective from everything you've looked at this week yeah sandra you seem to be at a different place yeah which is fair i'm just kind of neutral i'm Keen to listen to the the back and forth, I guess, right. um, yeah. and kind of puzzle it out maybe as we go in this episode and, and later on. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting dichotomy. I like yeah. it. Just to further continue my point there and finish it off. Um, yeah. Also, from a from a war strategy and an imperial standpoint, uh, you know, goal to lure the rebellion to end or to make a final stand, have the Death Star just blow them all up. Yeah. Know, yeah. Lo and behold, there's your threat out of the way. Also failed. Luke, I said the line last week. Your overconfidence is your weakness. That's true. He fucked up. Palpatine is a smart person, but he was too comfortable for too long, and he thought himself so powerful, so supreme in the Empire, so supreme. Let's talk about military strategy for a bit, yeah, which talk. we are definitely experts on. So, yeah, in no, the in the I'm writing, shaking my head right now. <laughs> in the writing of the New Hope, and it's it's very simple. The only reason they won is because they had secret plans that allowed them insight into the key weakness of the Death Star, yeah. and they blew it up using that key yeah. weakness. Very simple stuff. Yeah. And it's like it's it's cool, but if you break it down to those points, they would have lost if they didn't have that that specific. Oh, Uber. easy. Yeah, yeah, they'd be um, gone. They'd be they'd be done. Yeah. Why did they win in Return of the Jedi? They seem to just outpower them, right? No, they, no. Well, like they had secret plans. They, they had more secret plans. Well, they they got a tip off. It's been a while since I've seen it. Okay, so, so they, they got a tip off that the shields for the Death Star are yeah. on the forest moon of Endor. And yeah. where did they get that information? Uh, um, Palpatine leaks it to them. Oh, it's in a trap. It's a trap. It's, right. That's See? why it's a trap. Yeah. So he gets them all to do like that ship invasion. Yeah. Yeah. Towards yeah. the Death Star, and it's, it's a trap because the Death Star is fully operational, and a bunch of Star Destroyers waiting for them. Yeah. He, so. he puts the Empire, the entire Empire, and himself at risk because he's a cocky fucker. That's why. But then he should have won, right? That's a good gambit. Yeah. He didn't account for the Ewoks. <laughs> he didn't account genuinely for the Ewoks. He didn't account for the Ewoks. Is that it? Dude, the Ewoks, the just, shield. Ewoks, yeah. it's a game changer, dude. When, when, when it's when a Ewoks card. is the game changer. Of course it Ewoks. is. I mean, so funny. Ewok kids. No wonder people hate Ewoks. <laughs> people fucking hate Ewoks. Yeah, I never yeah, realized that. They hate them because they're overpowered. They're so cool. That's ridiculous. Because OP. the rebels take over the base. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're about to do the shields. We're about to blow it up. And then there's more Imperials waiting outside for them. Yeah. And then they capture them all. It's yeah. another trap. And then the Ewoks, and then the Ewoks save, and then the Ewoks. them. And then they shut down the shield generator. Yeah. yeah. Is that right? That's it. But like, it's the just smart. The if he was like truly smart, he, would, he wouldn't have put the actual shield generator on Endor, the place that he leaked to the rebels. He yeah. would have just made a fake one, right? Yeah. But like, he got, I think he definitely fell to his hubris and like comfort in power. That's what I mean, the master manipulator, the guy who was so smart, is an idiot. Yeah. He couldn't, he didn't account for the Ewoks. No. I wanna, which is a really funny twist. Really I do want to like talk about something that I was going to bring up later, and that's Sith ideology. And I'm actually just trying to like find where the hell I wrote that. Oh, it's great that you said I'm going to talk about this. And yeah, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no, I like <laughs> this. Just in, uh, I, I found it. <laughs> oh, nice, sick. Go for it. Yeah. Ooh. Um. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
heartbreaking uh, that is heartbreaking right? but it's it's fine anyway back to ewoks uh, <laughs> back to, back to ewoks whilst God. i uh i mean yeah keep ranting about ewoks I mean, also. Well, sure. my point about military yeah, strategy yeah. is like it's interesting to think that that's you know one of the reasons that he lost have you found it Sandra? i did <laughs> that was kind of the point about talking about the military yeah, yeah, side of things yes yeah. like the idea of sith the the sith ideology sort of running off from where bane sort of changes it all with the rule of two yep is to be manipulative, scheming from the shadows, have control over everything. By the time Palpatine's emperor, he's there's no room for him to do that. Yeah. He, he has to be in the open. Yeah. He can still, like, scheme and, like, have plans, but he's, like, a big figure. He's running his empire, so he's, like... He's, he's main... not really sticking by the Sith philosophy of stay in the shadows. His main force of power is in the open like totalitarian control yes government political yeah but i think i think to some extent he is though because he still maintains as as the emperor he is this just this political figure leader of this of this group but Mm. no one knows he's a sith a handful of people actually know the truth about him i mean it more in the sense of like his where his force of power is coming from i guess it's from this it's more like he was in the prequels that's i think more of the the idea of like He's well, yeah. right in the center of things. He's the chancellor. No one even knows that he's in total control of the separatists, though. Like, yeah. that's moving from the shadows. Yeah, yeah. no, that's, like, fully in, in line with that Sith ideology. Yeah. But, like, post-Empire, he's he's in the big chair, you yeah. know? Can't really go anywhere. So you think that that is, you know, antithetical to Sith philosophy? I think it's probably a factor that brought his... Oh, beard, beard scratching. I'm not allowed to scratch my beard. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry for the people listening to this. I was hoping you wouldn't say anything. I was trying to be subtle. Like, no, oh I, think, I think it's funny. I just got to like fly away from the mic whenever I scratch. Anyways, your point about Sith philosophy. I, I think it's definitely a factor that like brings about his downfall. Is right. that he can't so you operate. think Darth Bane is objectively correct in that Sith should operate from the shadows? I think he, he developed this because the Sith were greedy and they were all killing each other. He developed right. the rule of two to have like sort of a more self-sustaining. Yeah. So they would just like die out. Sith legacy, so yeah. it wouldn't die out. Yeah, because it was doing that. Yeah, like they yeah. were the Sith were getting into civil wars and infighting with and fighting with themselves. Yeah. yeah. So it's in terms of like the Sith surviving, that's that's the way to go. Is is and the... you sort of you see the Sith end by him not being yeah. scheming and like manipulative from the shadows. That's a good point. But is the is it two Sith being at the the height and, and the ultimate power of the galaxy not the goal? Is that not what they all dre- dreamt of? No, that yeah, yeah that that was the goal. I right. think. I think it was Bane had a force vision of right. that coming to be and like that being Sidious. And that's why he sort of like created this new ideology for like what makes a Sith and what sh- how Sith should operate. And you get to that point and you, you realize it's like, oh, well, once the Sith have power, maybe they can't actually have it for long. It's not meant to be, though. It's not, it's not the will of the force. It's, it's unbalanced. It's, it's unnatural. Well, that's the idea that we like suggested last week, yeah. that evil, the dark side, is unnatural and corrupts the good. Balance is, you know, people living in, you know, the greys and the whites and the blacks and stuff. Yeah. But the dark side is kind of outside of that balance. Yeah. Anyway, that's just one idea. Yeah. We'll, we'll explore that more. So, continuing on with lists of things that was wrong with Palpatine in the sequel. Palpatine was brought back in the opening crawl. <laughs> yeah. That um palpatine was brought back for the final movie we've covered that already uh palpatine was way too powerful we haven't yeah. talked about that um uh, man's uh i've got this other note that ties into this directly his plan is to suck the diet of the force out of ray and ben and so, then get more powerful and then kill everyone with lightning so the I, initial <laughs> the initial plan is to is for ray to kill him okay and then she'll become a sith and then she'll become the sith and apparently he lives he was gonna like possess her body essentially. Yeah, yeah i guess yeah. And then the plan is to suck the force power from just Ray. Yeah. And then Ben shows up and he's he finds like, out and he's delicious. like, oh, you're a diet in the force. He didn't realize because, again, he's an idiot. Even though he was sort of, even though they do the, say that he was manipulating them, their communication the with each is, other. The thing is, Snoke says that in true. Last Jedi. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I was manipulating your communication. And then he says, I'm Snoke. So yeah. it's this whole big well, mess. Well, no, because well, Snoke dies and then their connection still holds. They have still have interactions at the end of Last Jedi yeah. after he's already dead. So we, the audience, know it's them. So the idea it is, is them. it's them and yeah. that Snoke was lying. Yeah. But these things are so muddled mm-hmm. and so stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, continue on. Dumb. Yeah, but then if it was just Snoke, it's hard to believe that like Snoke wasn't telling Palpatine and Palpatine wasn't just doing it himself. So Snoke dying and them still having communication, you know, is yeah. that still Palpatine? Is that Palpatine from episode yeah, it's, nine? It's still, it's it's stupid. Let's move on. What was his stupid plan when he was oh. fighting Luke and Ray? 
Oh yeah, so initially, Ray kills him, he possesses her, then it goes from, I'm sucking force energy from Ray, and then it goes, oh, you're a diet in the force, I'm sucking force energy from both of you. And then he gets like, oh, I feel so good, like Thanos in Endgame or Infinity War or whatever. And yeah, right. And the sky <laughs> with lightning. Yeah. And... They like wins, right? Like, yeah, that's that's kind of what happens. He deactivates yeah. all of the rebel ships. Yeah. His his force lightning is so powerful and so specific that it hit rebels and yeah. no. They wanted to do like a crazy, crazy crazy legends force lightning thing. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, but why? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> or how? The yeah. thing with that is in legends and in all these like ex- like stories that aren't on the big screen, there is people who can do like Sith ball that will kill a planet you know it's it's yeah. ridiculous or they can, yeah they can pull a planet into another planet and You're suck one... the life force from a planet suck the whole life yeah. from, like, all this like crazy stuff but in the films i think most people would agree that that doesn't work doesn't feel good doesn't feel like skywalker saga movies no and it shouldn't be there no chain lightning lightning sith lightning and stuff very cool it would be cool to use it in a good way that's not that yeah. <laughs> it's just ridiculous I just, just Sith, there's nothing wrong with Sith Lightning on its own. Just Sith Lightning as is. But, you know, we've also seen that it can't be that powerful because here I have a lightsaber block. Yeah. Done. You know? Exactly. It, um, and she, Raven does that in that fight. Yeah. You know, to, to win. And she she has the power of two lightsabers. She has two lightsabers. It's wow. like one lightsaber, you can yeah. block it, two, you bounce it back. You can, quick Incredible. thing about that, right? Interesting direction uh, in that scene, mm-hmm. right? Where, like, so he's blasting her with the thing and she's just got, like, the one yeah. lightsaber up. Does it look like there's a struggle there at all? I mean, she doesn't have two hands on the lightsaber, being like, you know, she needs one to the resistance. Yeah, she's got yeah, she's got one hand, and then she does the whole like pull out. Yeah, Yeah. she puts her whole body into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I can't critique their performances. They gave it everything. It's not their performances; it's the direction entirely, (laughs) and the writing. Not their fault. They're good actors. We keep losing our our point because this movie is so ridiculous. But um, in the end, the the lightning is too powerful. (laughs) This is my point about the force and everything. And he can suck the force out of other people. It's a it's a whole lot of stupidity. Yeah, sucks the power of the dyad. My next point: no questions were answered satisfactorily. There were no questions about how Snoke came to exist. The question was answered. It was stupid. How Palpatine comes back wasn't answered. Um, but, but, it was but, hinted to with the, the clone stuff. The dark and, side of the Force is a gateway to, to many maybe. abilities some consider to be unnatural. That's yeah. like, it, yeah. it's a nostalgia trip quote. What's wrong with that? I think we've covered everything. Yeah. I've got no other points I want to talk about. I, just be- before we like sort of pass on into like what we liked in that sort of brainstorming session, I'm interested to hear what you guys dislike about Snoke. Okay, tying Snoke into Palpatine. Yeah. The same stuff we've already talked about. He's a mystery that was unanswered, and he was also too powerful as well. He yeah. just ragdoll people and throw them around. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty wild. It's I, yeah. It's like right over the edge of, just over the edge. I think I was able to, like, sort of sustain my... Suspend your disbelief? Suspend my disbelief there. Yeah. Just because, like, oh, yeah, well, Vader's just doing a similar thing throughout, like, Empire. He's not, like, ragdolling, mm. but he's just choking pe- people, like, left and right. He's choking people through screens. That's a good point. Point. He's choking people on the other side of the galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a great performance by Andy Circus. Yeah. As Snoke. Yeah. Like that's the key compliment uh, yeah. I've got. Circus is incredible. No yeah, faults. No faults on Circus. I can't really miss things I dislike about Snoke. Most things. I dislike most things about Snoke. He's a he's a cheap Palpatine copy yeah. in the in the sense of writing for seven and eight. Yeah. Like that's the the purpose that he serves. For, for the for the character growth of of Kylo Ren, I like that he died in yeah. in Last Jedi. That was fun. That was a fun twist. Yeah, it's funny because people, Ryan Johnson people said that was predictable because you know he sets you up to be like you know oh so Ben's actually gonna secretly kill Snoke, but the whole time I'm thinking no he's not because he's too powerful. He's too powerful, you know. And then he does, and it's like well, it's sh- it shocked me. I was like, yeah. oh, that's cool. It's yeah. a really cool like third act big twist. But it's it's it- a shock. But I feel like it's a shock. It's maybe too much for shock value. Like we didn't get enough out of the character to sort of warrant like this big twist. Yeah. yeah. And it leaves you at the end of episode eight, like, oh, where the hell are you going to go with this one? Where how are, are you going to go? With- how well, are you going to figure it out? And then they're like, oh, bring back Palpatine, of course. And everyone's like, no, yeah. why? Some problems. I don't know. If Snoke is a clone, what's he a clone of? Is he human? Because he's seven foot or eight foot tall. He's very tall, very freaky looking. And in the first movie, he's massive. He's oh, huge. He's, he's a holog- it's hologram, but yeah, it's yeah. like, it's so silly and misleading in a way. It's like, what, what is, what is happening here? What they, is, they what's were, the symbolism of having him so big? Why, why write that? They're just trying to echo Palpatine's big head hologram from <laughs> Empire. Like that's the first time we see Palpatine is, is, is big, big head. head, big head, big, big head. head. Yeah. And uh, then he has big hologram in Force Awakens, but then it's just that's his size. That yeah. sounds awesome. <laughs> He's just that big. Yeah. I was like, wow, this guy's huge. <laughs> wow. I was like, surely he can't be that big. That'd be ridiculous. I guess that maybe the like another actual flaw or thing that's shit with Snoke is that um his his relationship with with 
Kylo Ren. Yeah. Right? Because, like, we know from the comics, again, in other media, that he won Ben over, basically. He manipulated him. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of there for him. And he was, in, in a way, helpful. And then we see none of that. We see none of that sort of relationship between what is meant to assumedly be master and apprentice. Yeah. Um, he treats him like dirt. Yeah. And he treats him like dirt. And there's no real gain there. No. You know, like, Kylo yeah. Ren turns against him, so I guess that makes the logical yeah. conclusion. Of but... course, if you're going to be a dick, then yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it feels like a road to nowhere. Yeah. So, Article 2. Cool. Article 2. We are jumping into brainstorming about what we want to do with the character of Sheev Palpatine in the sequels. First off, I think we should discuss why we think he should be there um so we've talked about he's have we have we mentioned this he was in the prequels as the main villain yeah. he was in the og trilogy we've called him villain. overarching villain. he's, he's, the, overarching he's the through line yeah so we feel like that he should have some kind of presence whatever it may be in the sequel trilogy as well it's like point one however bringing him back feels like it undoes a lot of progress so we didn't really get a chance to talk about vader's redemption and um how palpatine dying and coming back doesn't necessarily ruin all of that yeah. because it is about Palpatine being redeemed by Luke and Luke saving him and not falling to the dark side. That's what's happening in that scene. That's the thematic elements. Yeah. Yeah. Palpatine dying is kind of just like a byproduct of that experience. Yeah. I know. I, f- I feel like that as well. It's more about Luke and Vader in that scene. I think I might probably mention that last episode. It's, yeah. They sort of go hand in hand, these two. And it's less about the physical presence of Palpatine he's more of just the embodiment of evil yeah in that scene trying to like swing him over to the to both of them swing them to the dark side yeah i feel like yeah that we've discussed the idea that palpatine coming back doesn't undo all of that work it doesn't have to luke might even feel that way but ultimately thematically it doesn't need to be all of this you know work undone yeah so who wants to d- jump in with ideas for what palpatine looks like in this movie i want you guys to go first actually oh, I want to go yeah, first. yeah sandra do you want to jump in or i can jump in I am the cynic on this issue, so it's I'm like, I want you to. I, okay, so we we can we establish that we had Melug sort of gave us like a previous placeholder treatment. Yeah. Yes. And there were a starting few, point. Few ideas running around there of um sort of a figure controlling the political background. Um, He's manipulating Hux and um some of the other stuff that's happening in the political landscape in the first treatment. Yeah. yeah. And at the time we we're just calling him Snoke. It's just like. It's a filler, like, you get the idea. It's not, like, quite literally Snoke. And then we get also, like, a presence in the Force that is also manipulating Ben on the on the other side of things. That's sort of where we were on, like, our placeholder for our treatment. Yeah. And I liked the elements of that, and mm-hmm. I sort of wanted to run with some of those ideas. I think that the clone idea can be adapted Okay. in a way that perhaps, like, feels fulfilling. I don't want to give a clone Palpatine Force powers. No. Okay. And, like, if he's maybe playing... To that Sith ideology of like manipulating people from the shadows, just just this time he doesn't have access to the Force. Yeah, he's coming back. This is a last chance for him. Uh, potentially, like there's some there's some merit there. There's something you can work with there. I have a few other things. I might hold them off for later because I don't want to get too into like his influence on other characters just yet. I want to like okay. let's let's focus on Palpatine. All right, I have my first idea. I've got two ideas that are very very different. Gotcha, Palpatine. Uh, didn't return to the cosmic force because of some kind of symbolic anchor like a horcrux <laughs> and that's why he is lingered and that's why he's still around i personally think that idea is cheap and i want to make it better but, right okay um i want there to be some kind of reason some kind of goober some kind of story idea that allows sorry conceit that allows him to come back um similar to Vol- voldemort 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 Volgi. Similar to Voldemort and Harry Potter, where <laughs> he can't really fully die because he's got some kind of um, phylactery is the D&D term for it. Phylactery. Um, yeah. It's Do like, elaborate. It's what liches have. It's where they... Um, What's a lich? A, a lich. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I, I can't... This is a whole... <laughs> anyway, join in next time where we explain... <laughs> to, to, quote, to, to quote Palpatine in Robot Chicken, what the fuck is an aluminum falcon? <laughs> So, yeah, I can't explain to you what a lich is, but right. <laughs> he has this one item, and if, it's, if it stays intact, he can come back and not re- join the cosmic force like yeah, all right. Sith do when they yeah. die. Yeah. That item might be Rey, <laughs> um, who is uh, a force ghost. No, a force child. child. There we go. Yeah, Sorry, that, was our fi- that was our, our going idea at the moment. So, yeah. that's who Rey is. Rey is uh, a virgin birth of the force created by Palpatine, and yeah. because she exists... He cannot join the cosmic force. Something like that. And through her, he can return back to the physical world. 
we're just going we're just going there you just okay yeah it's dropped uh, it yeah god damn i was like this is why i was waiting uh, <laughs> oh you want a big reveal big um, moment no no i didn't want like a big reveal i was just like you know just focus on palpatine yeah, kind of right. thing yeah. but um like in saying that like obviously i'm a big supporter of that i'm not too sure about the, the idea of like a horcrux thing yeah because like like as you said like it feels kind it's of cheap it's been it done feels before. Cheap. <laughs> but like i think ray ray's the key to all of this like, we don't need to talk about that her character, of, of yeah. she is, but in terms of, you know, what her character is able to fulfill story-wise, if she is a forced child, then it can allow that link to Palpatine to bring him back. Yeah, I think it's a um, connection to Palpatine's influence on the film. Yeah. is can be tightly woven into, like, Ray's story, which is, Ray, Ray gets a story, you know? Yeah, it's let's, nice. let's have that yeah. happen. You got an idea, Sandra? How does Palpatine come back? No, I, I was, sorry, Um, oh, okay. you, you had a second pitch. I did have a very different idea. Yeah. Do you want to go with yours first, or? No, 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 you, you go. Idea number two. Palpatine did return to the Cosmic Force, uh, and his clones, which of, of which there are many, he's like a whole fleet of clones, are following his plans and directions to rip his essence back from the Cosmic Force and return it to life, which I think could also be interesting. Nice. Because that is unnatural. That's a yeah. perversion of the Force. They go, they go fishing. They go yeah, fishing they in go, that Force well. They go fishing in space yep. <laughs> to bring his like essence back. And it just feels like something that's like ridiculously unnatural and like corrupting of, of the balance of the Force. Yep. And to rip him out of the Cosmic Force and bring him back, I feel like then when we have zombie Palpatine and he's got black lips and gross fingers and stuff yeah that feels right i mean that would that would tap into something that we get to see in legends much more in okay. terms of in, in rebels in particular rebels and clone wars we really get to see the sith mm-hmm. and the dark side and the fact that it's actually in in terms of other myth- mythology really tied to witchcraft yeah again other shit we know to be unnatural um yeah <laughs> it's it's unnatural there's uh, uh, if you're a witch listening to this podcast yeah. if you practice the wiccan stuff no yeah. hate no hate yeah 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 just <laughs> We don't watch out. I don't think it's unnatural. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I can't speak for Mello. <laughs> um, There's some good witches out there. Mello. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I got, yo. I okay. Okay. No <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Fucking witches, man. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do a HR session with Mello after this. <laughs> <laughs> this unique title card is Mello hates witches. <laughs> That's a good yeah, thumbnail. Yeah, that's a- <laughs> okay no but like yeah this is witchcraft we get to see it a lot it's mm-hmm. you know we get to see um blue smoke and blue fire and all that shit and, um you know, i yeah. my mind is drawn to because i played jedi fallen order there's a yeah. um someone from dathomir in there and she yeah. has like the green kind of witchcraft yep. sort of stuff yep. which is still the force it's just yeah. a very different representation of it yeah no they're also very much tapped into the dark side it's just yeah. kind of different it's kind of like looking at jedi versus i guess gray jedi or other force users who aren't particularly evil and yeah how they my my pitch went into a very similar place where it's like that army of clones, clones. the fleet of clones who the is f- kind of spread throughout the galaxy and is enacting the plans and directions I'll just, of Palpatine. Yeah. I'll just jump in now and say Maybe. I actually like the Palpatine clones as well. The Palpatine clones kind of cool. Just, just the force, idea that forceless, forceless, chief clones forceless. are running around being yeah. all gross and creepy. And anytime they die, another clone takes their place. Are, yeah. you, are you thinking what I'm thinking, Sheev One? I think I am Sheev. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then they proceed to like murder yeah, it's, <laughs> it's that or it's it's Mr. Meeseeks. It's Mr. Meeseeks. <laughs> well, I got into this because he dragged me into this. You dragged me into this. <laughs> he dragged. Oh no. Oh. Sandra, please take us away. From I missed this sheep. Look at me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I want that animated. Yeah. <laughs> Ray, Ray being OG sheaves, uh, Sidious's child of the Force. Like the idea that he. He created this like virgin birth through the force yeah is like potentially the key to either maybe gaining his force power back so he can keep cloning himself or maybe like returning what we see as the true palpatine yeah those were like a few options of my pitch it does maybe not specifically bringing back the true palpatine maybe it's about owning that properly conquering death side maybe he's fine with having no force power but something tells me that yeah maybe sidious wouldn't be okay with that on the other side of things though i think the idea of sidious being a force ghost, it doesn't work. Like, Sith can't be force ghosts. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm very um, much in agreement. What about Darth Bane, though? Darth Bane's was, he was, so he was an apparition. I'll, I'll, yeah. put, I'll boil that down to the dark side is, is, is the natural. Can create manipulative shit like that, like an apparition of Darth yeah. Bane. But currently where I'm at, I'm like, I, I like where that is. Mm-hmm. I like where you're going with that. I, I think I agree with that. I think, like, a Sith's relationship with the force isn't harmonious. It spawns from a 
place of greed and a lust for power. By taking that easy path and being selfish and just taking and dragging power from the living force, you sever a connection to be one with the cosmic force. Right. The understanding from this guy, he's um, got, he gets it. Oh, he's wow. got it. Yeah. That's sort of where I'm coming from. It's like I, I thought it'd be nice to like put on paper why I hate the idea of a of a Sith, a Sith ghost. Force ghost yeah. um, shouldn't work yeah. ever. Yeah. No, However, I, I, I think like the dark side manipulating Ben and maybe not inherently Sidious. Maybe it's just the dark side. Maybe not just the him. dark side, but yeah. you could infer that it's like Sidious's sort of remaining aura yeah. within the dark side um, corrupting Ben. I think that there's an interesting playroom for potential there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could call it the dark side, but give it the voice of Sidious. People I like, like the idea of it being Vader as well. Yeah. Like, uh, is 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 there any part of the dark side like is Vader can Vader still appear through dark side visions? Yes, because he was so evil for so no, long. He can. That's the thing. In in the way that that Anakin became Vader and then changed back, it's like a soul splitting. That dark spirit of who Darth Vader was in yeah. in terms of the, the the darker cosmic force, yeah, would exist in the same capacity as any Sith. Just while Anakin can also coexist. My pitch was also that ultimately Snoke taking on manipulating Ben is nothing but a means to an end. Yeah. Like, there's no greater scheme that he'd have for Ben. It's more just, like, exactly what he did to Anakin. I yeah. need you to call my rise to power. This is how I get there. Yeah. And I'm done with you after that. He's he's done it with maybe, like, everyone else beforehand and everyone else afterhand. You have, like, special exemptions. Situations like Thrawn, where Palpatine's using him means to an end. Thrawn's also sort of using him as a means to an end. Okay. There's, like, there's a bit tit for tat there. Interesting. But... For the main part, Palpatine is about is about that that grind set. <laughs> God. Okay, interesting. Yeah, it's just interesting an imagery stuff. of Palpatine in the gym now. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna swole Palpatine. <laughs> swole Palpatine. Red swole Palpatine. I'm gonna zoom in a bit. First movie, um, we want to see, and we've discussed this yeah. previously on episode one, but we want to see Ben drawn towards the dark side, and we want Snoke uh, to be a, a Sheev clone, right? And Snoke is manipulating Hux, and Hux is in the Senate. Hux is a, a politician. Where else do we feel Palpatine's presence? Is there anywhere? This might be a good segue into my bit. Okay, go actually, for it. now yeah. to my my whole spiel of things oh. I want to see. Unless you've still got more to elaborate on. Ah, uh, I just I'll get a quick thing in, and that's yeah, go yeah. And then I want to hear. I'm okay. so eager for this okay. spiel. I think where else we might see Palpatine is that relation between him and Rey. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. so there might be some kind of. Maybe like Enforce Visions and stuff like that. You yeah. might see some stuff there. Okay. So I've, I've, I've gone on a lot this episode about um, Palpatine as a failure. Okay. Because I think he he did. I genuinely think that guy was... There's no way he was expecting to go to Death Star 2 on Andor and see all that shit go down. Let's let's just get into it. Let's get into my notes and see what I've come up with. Yeah. Okay. I like I like clones. Just not like, not force sensitive clones. Not force sensitive I clones. I think... Yes. But... I still think, again, his key motivation is the continuation of the line of the Sith. I think that that is held true from all of his apprentices he'd had. I genuinely thought that he he thinks Darth Maul was going to be by his side the whole time and he would continue it. Yeah. And then he, well, he failed, he died. And then he, he finds Darth Tyrannus, Count Dooku, who is brilliant. Yeah. He, is, he is very, very powerful. Uh, but again, a failure. And then Anakin. Oh, he's hit the mother load. Although Anakin's got a son. Oh, wow. Anakin's weak. The son, you know, it's not just for himself. He really wants to continue it. And that's the key motivation. He wants to try to make clones because he'd, he'd want to seek out eternal life. Yeah. That's kind of, or every Sith wants to seek out eternal life. Darth Plagueis, that was his his folly. Of course, he would discover that you cannot make uh, Force-sensitive clones, but he knows of the ability to manipulate the Metachlorians to create life. Yeah. Just as Anakin was created. So I think he would have endeavored to try to create a Force child. But I don't think he can control it. I th I think that that's the flaw in the plan that he doesn't realize that yeah. no one can realize. Plagueis, if 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 we're going with the thing where Plagueis created Anakin, I don't no. know. No, that's fine. Like, yeah, I pr I, I prefer I, I it mean, as personally. No, yeah. I it's it's ambiguous for the sake of being yeah. ambiguous. It, like it, not for the sake, it has to be ambiguous. Yeah. yeah, I do prefer it as like the Force created Anakin. But mm. it's still a thing that can happen. So I think Palpatine, at some point nearing to Return of the Jedi, would have learned this ability and just tried and he would have known and he would have felt that connection that it worked but he doesn't know where i think he wouldn't be without a contingency cocky fucker as he was ah you know? okay so we had there was this thing called operation cinder in in the current canon where it was it was the master plan that palpatine yeah. had should he die it meant just wiping the slate clean of all the imperial planets secrets sith secrets so that they could go into hiding for exegol and regroup i don't see it as having been 
that way because again he failed i think he fucked some things up but what he still had out there were his his clones were still very young in infancy he would have had a handful of high-ranking imperials who were loyal actually loyal to the empire and then they had this thing called sentinels which mm-hmm. they you see in like the battlefront 2 story mode um, which is just his face with orders yeah those order are cool. 77 i, I actually really dig those yeah they're cool to carry out leading a very long way to this but basically i'm thinking that yes the goal would have been to have his clones be raised to carry on one key purpose continuing the sith okay so he would have done that by trying to have you know okay. one one or some of them seek out through whatever means possible a force child they're telltale signs you'll be able to find this child if you search far, far and wide and hard enough to try and find ray so they're hunting they're trying to find ray as much as possible because ray is of you know his own creation she he would see her as the key to continuing the sith but what's that Someone of the solo bloodline is a Jedi is, is force sensitive. So yes, there'd be a Palpatine in the Senate manipulating there. There might be a Palpatine trying to manipulate some sort of military group as well. You know, our equivalent of the First Order might yeah. have an influence there as well. But then I like the idea that we were talking about before of the dark side is manipulating Kylo or manipulating Ben Solo because Palpatine clones can't get to him. You got Luke Skywalker. How how are you gonna how are you gonna even bother mm. trying to get to him? Maybe he has a run-in with a Palpatine clone later. That would be an interesting just conversation with this, this chill, suave, manipulative guy who is a young Palpatine. So Luke has that No, no, this is about Ben. I'm oh, saying, Ben does. Maybe at okay. some point. That's the gist of it for me, right. for Palpatine. So I think maybe where you lost me sort of around the start of the episode. Uh, like, I, I love... <laughs> I've been lost for 30 minutes. I've been, <laughs> I've been lost this entire time. Yeah. No, no, I, I get all of that. I think that's like a very cool take. I'm interested in... Because at the start of the episode, we sort of had this disagreement of where him continuing the line of the Sith. Mm. Do you see that more of it's not him actually trying to like find... When you said it, it felt like it was him finding an apprentice to eventually take over for him. By that, you mean it's him finding an apprentice that will stay his apprentice? I think that's where we're kind of um, like coming back and forth again. Is yeah. Does he have a god complex or does he love Sith culture and want it to continue forever? Because in that sense, I don't see him want... No Sith, no master in the relationship wants to die or wants to stop being the master. No, but yeah. I think they, it's, their, it's their role to accept the inevitable of how that situation works is you get killed by your apprentice, they take your As place. As you killed your master. Yeah, that's yeah. how it is. You gotta, you gotta come to terms with that. I yeah. don't think he does. Maybe like, he I don't hasn't. think he wants to. Maybe he hasn't. But my, my point being is this idea that I've got still holds true to the fact that he is dead. Yeah. And sure, he might be some embodiment of the dark side of the force, like manifesting itself in dreams and visions. That's the only way I've got him communicating with Ben Solo is only through force visions and maybe through Ray's force visions. There's also like the, the sort of loophole of he has Maul as an apprentice, but he's still working with Tyrannus before Maul dies. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And he then takes Tyrannus and Tyrannus is not endgame for him right. at all still. Yeah, I think the thing I'm grappling with he now use, is like, I think he uses his apprentices. And yeah. that's why I'm not sure if he's really he's not really looking for a successor. Well, in this case though, he's dead. Yeah. So 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 let's say he's got two goals. Let's say he he always had two ambitions to continue the Sith and and maintain ultimate power. Once you're dead, you cannot do the second one. I don't think his resurrection is in his playbook. I think from this point on, he just wants to try and continue the line of the Sith. You're saying if he was to die, yeah. he's like, if the you know unthinkable happens and I die, I want to make sure the Sith line continues. Yeah. And I want my clones to have orders and instructions to carry that out and make that happen. Yeah. I like okay. this because I think at the end of Return of the Jedi, him dying is sort of, that's it. Like, that's the end of the Sith. Yeah. So I like the idea, especially of themes that we were talking about, if the idea of the Force and balance in the Force is constantly trying to overcome evil, then him trying to bring evil back into the world is an interesting goal for the antagonist. Yeah. And it ties into my previous statement from like way earlier of he's trying to bring it back, right? I'm talking about evil is not born, it's created. Okay. He's right. trying to create it again, isn't it? And even with his clones of himself, like I've, in, in, in my version, you know, his clones have had to be raised with a really deep knowledge and history of him, his goals, who he was, what the goal of the Empire was. They had to be taught and trained these things they're like not evil. brainwashed yeah even as his clones they're not evil i think it's canon that you can breed clones with just inbuilt memory i'm sure you can um we can, we can make it that that's that's i mean that's easier for 
he doesn't have like a classroom full of one kid and it's a sentinel teaching them all yeah, but, like, i'll have to, go, I'll have to go back in like it might like it might not even be coming anymore I'll, I'll go back i'll do some research on that one that would be a really fun wouldn't that be a fun book though to release is got a sentinel teaching baby palpatines That's moving on from that though. yeah okay <laughs> What were we talking about? Yeah. Oh, that was <laughs> that was that, that was what that, we were that, talking about. No, no not a bit. Not a bit. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Thoughts, Bryce. I guess where I'm what I'm coming down to now is like getting towards the end of the show. Mm. Article three. Yeah. Uh, conclusion. Yeah. Do we want to conclude that now, or do we want to conclude that after, and we give ourselves some time to think on it and really think what makes the best story for Palpatine? Mm. And honestly, we should make a conclusion now because we'll probably end up coming back and changing it. Mm. Yeah. It is the difference between having a god complex Palpatine. Because he has 30 years to put these plans and initiatives into place that will possibly bring him back from death. That is one goal that he can have. And he can do clones. He can send researchers to the unknown regions, et cetera, et cetera, and do all these things and create a force child. He has 30 years to do all this and he can do it. Or he wants to continue Sith culture forever and make sure that that never goes away. And I think making a decision on what feels the most true to his character for the sequels will help inform our decisions for the first movie's treatment. Yeah. I like it. I, we do, we are, we are quite aligned on a fair few ideas. It's just, it's that one, it's, it, the, it's the, yeah. philosophy. It's the ultimate philosophy yeah. of his character yeah. and what he wants. Yeah. It's, I think on the, in terms of the, what presence he'll play and how he should return, I think we're, we're quite unified on that of like, we like clones. Yeah. We yeah. like, we like the dark side manipulating that sort of thing. Also, um, I might, I might cheat for a second because we do have some time. Right? Mm-hmm. So I like to bounce ideas off my roommate. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, and it's fun, no, because it's it's like it's kind of like tapping into the you know the common audience member a little bit into the common man. Yeah, the common man. <laughs> nah, but like just chucking an idea out to yeah. common Star Wars audience member. Yeah. Um, and he said, in the idea of having some form of of Palpatine's presence and stuff like that, he's like, for the love of God, don't bring him back. There's not enough death in Star Wars. I've talked to ah. a few people myself. Yeah. And it's it's like yeah, there's they nobody really wants. Palpatine back. No one wants a full resurrection. Initially, you know what I'm like, yeah, I it, had a few people yeah. say initial thought. I hate the idea of Palpatine coming back in any capacity. If I give it some thought, I think maybe there's some room for him. Yeah, we uh, we had that with our um, our co-host, our, our backup host, yep. Cole, uh, yep. a good friend of ours, who we were like, hey, yeah, this is our idea. Palpatine comes back. He's like, oh, yeah, you, you had me until you said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, like you're talking about the common man, and like most Star Wars fans don't want Palpatine to ever come back. Yeah. And it's it's not just like, like ignoring the undermining the Darth Vader's thing, whatever. Yeah, all, the, all those events of Return of the Jedi. I think it's more so the fact that in in Star Wars, there's not enough major significant deaths, and when you just go around resurrecting people, it it cheapens it. It, it cheapens the whole the thing as a whole, not yeah. just it takes away from like, the stakes and the yeah. Interesting. Mace Windu is dead. Yeah, I'm putting that out there as well. Yeah, Mace Windu is dead for sure. Strongly, we bring it back. It's it is interesting, like talking about stakes, talking about overall big picture, looking at the at the at a sequel trilogy and looking at what that should be in terms of you know pitching it to people. Yeah, yeah. If you say the words Palpatine comes back, there are so many implications now because of the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, that it almost ruins that avenue of writing for us. Yeah. Um, and like we can be committed to it, we can write it and see what people think. Mm. But ultimately, it might be the smarter decision just to be like, maybe we'll just wall that off. His influence, his orders and instructions are still there, but Palpatine physically is not. That's what's really key. And if we're to draw it akin to, you know, Palpatine being inspired by the dictators of 20th century and stuff like that, after they were gone, they still had zealots and stuff to continue. It's Nazis true. hiding out in South America, that sort of shit, you know? Yeah. And there's still, that's the, the unfortunate situation of, you know, there's still neo-Nazis and stuff to this day. Yeah. Sandra, any thoughts? Potentially, I'm just going back to... Something I had Melly said earlier. Okay, what if his philosophy was ultimate power? It was a god complex, and it's post death his plan changes into bringing the Sith back. Using our villain as an an analogy for that, trying to revive this dead evil. I think that's an interesting way of going. I can see him maybe changing philosophy mm. post death. So you're talking about changing philosophy post death in the sense that, like, if he writes out these plans, like Operation Cinder, if I am to die, bring back the Sith. He doesn't have any plans in place to say, bring me specifically back. Mm-hmm. I, I want to come back. I want to live forever. Or like he doesn't have any thoughts or plans just about this. He or... doesn't have, he, in that event, he doesn't have someone with the dark side to be able to tap into those, you know, unnatural things, that witchcraft, yeah. to be able to find a way. He's got no one until they find Ray. Mm. So maybe there's more to it than just this first episode and, 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 and the backstory that we're trying to establish for this first, you know, episode seven. Yeah. His... Sway in the background over the political aspect, though, yeah, feels like Palpatine. It feels like it makes sense, but like if he doesn't have that god plan, 
complex if he doesn't have that lust for power where is it coming from why is he in the background why is he manipulating politics when he could just be Bring, trying to revive bring the Sith back only and not yeah. manipulating Hux or Captain Phasma or anything like that. He could be rushing things. It could. This could be like a really narrow-sighted goal of like, he was at this ultimate power, should he lose his power? He wants it back now. I mean, yeah, that doesn't fit for me because prequels, you know, he spent yeah. I know. decades. I know, it's, it's, it's weird. He is a person who knows how to play the long game. Yeah, it feels like naturally he'd be like, all right, you know, I got overconfident. I got greedy and arrogant. I'm going to go back to my roots <laughs> and I'm going to start from the start. And I'm going to build it up over the course of a couple of decades again. For, for today, where do we, do we want to vote? <laughs> I? So do we want to have him have a God, God complex and his ultimate goal is to return from death or he submits to death and <laughs> is like, all right, if I die, bring the Sith back. And for the next 30 years, those directives are what's followed by his loyal supporters, by the neo-Nazis, as you said. It's hard because you can't really have both, but I want both. You can't so have bad. No, I, both I don't so think you can. I, 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 okay, I, I might argue that we we could have both in a situation where it's like he dies. The goal is bring back the Sith, unless unless until, you can bring me back until until someone until they find someone right who they could manipulate into finding that power. Okay. So that could be something we could explore later. It's a double cross of a double cross. Double cross of double cross. <laughs> but I'm still in favor of of the the bring the Sith back as the ultimate. Mm. all right okay Bring I, back. from a writing from a story perspective from a writing perspective what's gonna be stronger for our overall narrative yeah and for audience <clears throat> the people who want to listen to and read this script it's bringing the sith back bringing the sith although back. it doesn't there's some things that don't quite align with his character yeah. but like you said it's you know there's room for changes yeah there's room to to make this feel right we might kind of go back and make it he's he, he wants to be power hungry but i think but, for today yeah for today's article three we yes. can decide that Palpatine's ultimate goal is to, from the grave, return the Sith culture to power, to have there be a master and apprentice, and for that to continue on for generations and for them to have power from the darkness. That, in the first movie, unless you want to jump in, I was going to zoom back in again on the first week and how that looks. No, let's zoom in. Also, yeah, yeah, do it. Let's do it. So it pretty much doesn't change the ideas we have in the treatment. Trying to manipulate the politics and the government, yeah. um, specifically Hux and Phasma why yeah we're gonna make sense <laughs> yeah. of that that's that's now so, that's the issue that i've created i think maybe myself. the next episode we can jump into talking about um phasma and hawks we'll we'll discuss that off camera if we're gonna do that but that seems like a logical place to go to talk yep. about what is the motive there and what are they doing and how does that tie to palpatine's grand plan yep. to return mm. the sith culture back to power um how does he want to do that big thing for me seems like ben like he's going for ben he wants there to be a new master or yep. a new apprentice of yep. some kind and when we say he we're talking about snoke who is sheev palpatine clones yeah <laughs> yeah so um, Place placeholder name. Placeholder Snoke, name. Snoke, Snoke is a placeholder name. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. they are trying to manipulate Ben to become a master or an apprentice. So maybe we'll have to find a new Sith master or yeah. Sith apprentice or something. And I think maybe we've just come full circle and we've landed right back at Snoke from Force Awakens. <laughs> well, they, they, who's like a master yeah. to Ben Solo's apprentice? Yeah. He could just be playing a really long game where it's like, okay, there's no one Force sensitive to bring up Ben Solo. Yeah. They just have to try and teach him the old ways. Yeah. He he might be their ultimate. He's master acting goal. as a forceless master. Yeah, it forces yeah, master, yeah. but yeah, but but like, and every time yeah. Kylo Ren gets mad, he cuts him in half. He and cuts him, he comes back. Out. Yeah. You can't yeah. do anything. I think that's like the intimidating thing of having an a, like a fleet of clones. It's yeah. just like there's nothing you can do. It is cool, and I'm it's not like telling you where these clones are coming from. <laughs> <laughs> then the problem becomes there's no way for them to interact with Rey because they're cut off from the Force. So mm. We can't find her because she's on a barren planet. We don't really have an answer for why he's in influencing politics. So I think that leaves us with some questions. We're yep. going to yep. go and puzzle those out. We also, on the other flip side of things, I just like before we wrap things up, we were also talking, flirting with that idea of the dark side still being present. Yeah. yeah. As it's sort of its own separate entity. Yes. Yep. So the dark side can be present, removed from Palpatine's yep. specific presence. He is a part of the cosmic force now. His influence is felt through his clones. And they and their instructions that he yep. gave. Dark Side's gonna manipulate. It's gonna. It's gonna Dark Side's gonna, gonna, gonna do this thing. Yeah. It's gonna Dark Side's gonna do what Dark Side does. The, the, the clones are just gonna try and follow that, but they yeah. can't hear him. So Dark Side's gonna Dark Side. Yeah. We went cool. in a in a big shift today yeah. that I wasn't expecting. No? It's fascinating. I wasn't expecting us to land there because I hadn't even thought of the possibility of you know him not wanting to return from death. Yeah. No. This is this is what I mean. Like this was a fun week because really breaking this character down, I I see him in a different light. Yeah, there's Very a lot of interesting yeah. turns, and it, I, it's going to be interesting where we eventually end end up on this character. Right now, I feel like the wise move is to not bring him back from death. As cool as I think it is, yeah. Um, in 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 terms of possibilities, I think maybe the smarter move is to not do that. Hmm. But in terms of his other motivation, I'll look into it. 
I'll look into it and see what see what I come. Yeah, yeah this has inspired me to want to do more research off camera now and like really kind of dive into this side of things. And should we confirm that there'll probably be a Sidious episode two? Yeah. Like almost definitely, yeah, 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 yeah. Sidious yeah. episode two. We, yeah. Just because we have character episodes doesn't mean it's going to be the one episode on that character. This, oh yeah. You know, we yeah. don't want and done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, there's going to be a whole plan. You guys get to see the whole thing. Yeah. So yeah, because then, then sit in silence and go, man, I thought about it. Because <laughs> well, there's talking about it, and then there's coming. And then to you get to see me, me like fumble it. and like, oh wait, shit, where are those notes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is why we do it. This is why we do it. Yeah. All right, but yeah, I think cool. for now we'll uh, we'll call it there and put a pin in that discussion for a later time. Thank you so much for listening. This has been fixing the sequel trilogy, and until the next time, may the force be with you.